As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. If you're buying a fully stabilized, cash-flowing, high collections, high occupancy, multifamily building, I would say cap rate is a great metric to look at and to know and understand. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Deals and money. We are constantly seeking deals and money as real estate investors, and I bet you're having a challenge right now, especially with deals, if you're like most real estate investors, because it's tough to find deals right now. But here's the thing. There's a competitive advantage out there that when implemented, it will help you accomplish your objective of getting more deals and or getting more investors. And that is having a great follow-up system. Having a great follow-up is one of the keys to success real estate and follow-up boss is the leading CRM for real estate. This is the system you need in place so you can reach out to owners and brokers directly for deals or you can follow up with your investors and you do it all in one spot. The CRM makes it 10 times faster to call and text owners then integrates those into a software so nothing slips through the cracks. The follow-up boss conversion system and powerful management tools help align your methods and drive growth that otherwise it could have been missed and probably would have been missed. Go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever to get a system in place. And if you need help, they got you covered. Follow Up Boss offers experts seven days a week. You can pick up the phone and speak to an actual human being anytime during business hours. Visit followupboss.com forward slash best ever to check out how much time you could save by streamlining your follow-up process. Best ever listeners, they're treating you extra special. You get an extended 30-day free trial twice the length of the normal trial for a limited time, go to followupboss.com forward slash best ever and perfect your follow-up. Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Actively Passive Investing Show. I'm your host, Travis Watts, and in today's episode, what we're talking about is how to analyze a cap rate or also known as a capitalization rate. And this is a touchy topic among investors. You've got a lot of opinions out there. You've got people saying cap rates are extremely important. Others saying we don't care at all about the cap rate. So I want to dissect this. I want to give you the simplest definition 
the formula and how you figure out what these are. And I want to discuss why it may be very important and why it may not be important depending on the situation. I was on a webinar recently as an LP investor. I was listening to these general partners talk about their upcoming offering, which was going to be a fund. And as it segued into the Q&A, an investor asked about cap rates and what they were targeting or what cap rates they were buying at. And the general partner kind of struck back to completely blow off that question and just say, hey, it doesn't really matter what cap rates are and what we're buying at. What matters is the stabilized cap rate once we're complete and through our business plan. And I thought, well, that's a really interesting way to address it without giving more context to where he was coming from. I was on another Q&A call with a different group, and this general partner just confronted everybody listening by saying, we will not buy any properties that are under a four cap. So keep in mind, as we go through this episode and I explain all of this, that it is subjective. It is opinionated. My goal is to give you valuable content so that you can decide if cap rate's important to you in your business and your business plan or in the deal that you're looking to invest in. So quick history lesson, cap rates have been on the decline for many years. If you back up about 10 years ago, they've just been trickling down and what we call compressing, as we've also seen with interest rates during the same time frame. So multifamily that used to trade around a nine cap capitalization rate is now trading, let's say, around a five cap, just for example purposes only. That's how much compression we've seen in the space. And I want to give you just the simplest definition of what a cap rate is because a lot of people get confused and hung up and they get caught up in the analysis by paralysis. Look, all it is is the net operating income on a property divided by the price of the property. That's all it is. So I'll give you an example. You have a multifamily property. The net operating income is $1 million. So you divide that by the price. Let's say it's sold for $20 million. 1 million divided by 20 million equals a five cap property. And cap rate is simply just a barometer of how the market is doing or how a particular deal is valued individually. Generally speaking, when you have a higher cap rate, you have more risk. Let me explain. So you take a metropolitan area like Dallas, Texas, to use them as an example, and cap rates today might be trading around 4%, let's say. So when your cap rate is lower, the price or the valuation of the property is higher. So when you buy multifamily apartments in Dallas, for example, you have a lot of people there, you have a lot of jobs there. So the probability of you being able to collect rents four or five years down the road is quite high. Unlike buying in a market like Cleveland, Ohio, for example, well, in Cleveland, there's a lot less job growth. And in fact, a lot of people are moving out of Cleveland, Ohio. So you're going to have higher cap rates to adjust for that risk. Also, remember that real estate is local. We talk about this all the time on the show. So Dallas, Texas, for example, you have to remember there's a lot of different neighborhoods within Dallas. Some may be rougher neighborhoods, some may be richer neighborhoods. And then you have a lot of submarkets of Dallas as well. So a cap rate could be higher in a rougher neighborhood within Dallas and could be much lower as you get to the core of Dallas or the downtown corridor where there's lots of jobs, people, and activity happening. 
So if we say that Dallas, Texas has a four cap, it could range from as much as a six cap, maybe down to a two cap, depending on what type of property and where exactly it's located within Dallas. And using four is just kind of a generalization for that market. But here's the big question I want to circle back to and what I shared with you in the beginning of those two general partners that had differing opinions on cap rate. The question is, does cap rate even matter? And I want to give you two deal types where cap rate could potentially have a different meaning. So if you're buying a fully stabilized, cash-flowing, high-collections, high-occupancy, multifamily building, I would say cap rate is a great metric to look at and to know and understand because you have all the data in place. So that's where a cap rate can really be an effective measure or tool. We'll get back to the show with first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. What's holding you back from getting into apartment building deals? Is it knowledge, fear, inability to take action, lack of support? If it's any of these things, then I suggest you consider Deal Maker Mentoring with Michael Blanc. Michael's program is the most effective program to help you syndicate your first apartment building deal. During Deal Maker Mentoring, you'll work directly with one of Michael's experienced mentors who have successfully replaced their income with apartment buildings. They've already done what you want to do, which is become financially free. So in addition to providing their own syndication experience, They've been trained in Michael's unique deal maker blueprint designed to help you do your first deal and become financially free just like them in the next one to three years. To find out more, text the word Joe to 66866. I know Michael's going to get you to where you'd like to be. Again, text the word Joe to 66866. Do it right now while it's fresh on your mind, and let's get you started with your own syndication business. I'd like to introduce you to my good friends over at PassiveInvesting.com, a private equity real estate firm based out of the Carolinas. PassiveInvesting.com makes it easy for you to start investing in real estate. They focus on acquiring institutional quality apartments and self-storage facilities with private accredited investor funds. They also have a real estate debt fund that offers hard money loans to local fix and flippers across the U.S., which currently has a 0% default rate. With a portfolio of over $700 million in assets and controlling over $250 million in equity, they know how to secure the best deals and how to avoid the red flags. If you are interested in learning more, please reach out directly to PassiveInvesting.com and request the free Passive Investing investor guide that outlines the seven red flags for passive apartment and self-storage investing. Visit PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags to download that PDF now. That's PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags. In the second example, if you're buying a severely underperforming asset, let's say you have 50% rent collections or you're going to do a huge gut remodel on the place because the rents are so severely down and it's what I would call an opportunistic kind of play, the cap rate may not be the best metric to look at because you think about it, a property like that with no cash flow or very little cash flow is not going to have obviously a great cap rate. In that scenario, I would say that a metric that you might want to look at is the price per door that you're paying on that property and then what the replacement cost per unit would be. So to circle back to the story in the beginning, that is why the general partner, I assume, answered the question the way that he did in that webinar by saying it doesn't matter what cap rate we're buying at. What matters is the stabilized cap rate after we execute our business plan. They were doing a heavy value add kind of play. 
Whereas the other general partner that said we will not buy any properties below a four cap was probably buying stabilized cash flowing multifamily. They knew the market very well and they knew, let's say, for example, they could buy at five caps and so they weren't going to go below a four at this time in the market cycle. And one small caveat just to put on the side, I know we're talking about opportunistic and and value add and stabilized properties, but if you're buying really small multifamily, if we're talking about a duplex, a triplex, a, a quad, then cap rate often is not used or it's not that relevant with such small properties. We're talking larger multifamily where this really factors in. So how do you find out what cap rates are in your market? Well, you could go to a licensed and reputable multifamily broker and just ask the question and find out. That would be one source. There's also a lot of data that gets published through CBRE, CoStar, Freddie Mac, and the list goes on and on. This is all publicly available. Most of it's publicly available for free without subscription. Just Google it, cap rates in in Dallas, Texas, or in uh, Richardson, Texas, or in one specific neighborhood type. Where you really get into the niche markets is where a broker can really help you analyze and answer the question. Not All data is going to be available for all markets. You may have trouble, for example, finding what the cap rates are in Roth, Oklahoma, for example. On these national publications, the closest you might get to that might be Oklahoma City or something, which is going to be far different than Roth, Oklahoma. So keep that in mind. So let's talk about the strategy here. So in a perfect world, what the ideal strategy would be is to buy something at a slightly higher cap rate currently than what the market is trading at. That means that you're getting a bit of a discount on the purchase price. And then you go through your business plan and you sell at a slightly lower cap rate than what the market's trading at, which means you got a slightly higher price for your property. But as an investor and as a buyer of multifamily, hopefully you want to remain conservative. That's my point of view on it. So what you want to do is say we're buying at a five cap today. You want to look at underwriting that suggests a higher cap rate in the future. Obviously, you don't want that to happen. That means a lower purchase price and perhaps a softening market. But as you analyze and run numbers, you do want to remain conservative and not overly aggressive because who knows what the world holds five years from now. So the bottom line is don't invest in a deal just solely based on a cap rate. Look at the business model. See if this is even applicable in your situation. There's other factors to determine. You don't just want to go chase the highest cap rates in America because you're going to end up probably buying in some of the worst places and perhaps taking on more risk than you wish to take on. So know your risk tolerance, do your due diligence, and I hope that this episode gives you a better understanding of what a cap rate is and how to analyze it a little better. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode, another shorter episode of the Actively Passive Show. I'm your host, Travis Watts. Like, subscribe, comment, reach out anytime. I'm happy to be a resource for any of you. Travis at AshcroftCapital.com, JoeFairless.com, BiggerPockets, LinkedIn, Facebook. Reach out. Happy to connect. We'll see you on the next episode.